conversations with wedding professionals as they share their stories, insights, and tips from inside the wedding industry. We'll chat about how to be authentic and that it's okay not to be perfect or run your business like someone else's Instagram. Let's dive into the privilege it is to serve our clients and discover the talented creatives that make up our community. When we share what we know and who we are, we better serve our couples as a wedding day team, as well as each other. Simply put, be fabo. Now here's your host, Bobby Brinkman. Hey, Fabo Podcasters, I'm so excited you're joining us today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm still going to be bringing you wedding pros because that's my heart and soul. I love sharing their stories, but I also, you know, love sharing education and I love being able to bring you some topics that you uh, have reached out to me about. So thank you all for reaching out with some topics. You can always reach out at bobbybringman at gmail.com, info at bobbybringmanphotography.com, and you can also just go at BFABO Podcast or Bobby Brinkman Photography and write those in DMs. So today you guys asked me, to talk about wedding shows and if they're relevant. So I reached out to Leah and she is from Sweet Peach Weddings and she is hosting a bridal show expo up at Powder Springs on June 8th. So I wanted to get her take on why she wanted to host a wedding show, why she wanted to produce a wedding show and if she felt they were relevant and that's why she wanted to do that. Also going to ask her a little bit because I got to know her story and I got to share it. She's new to the industry. So she's going to share with us what it's been like for the last couple of years to be in the industry, how she got her start, and uh, she's put in some blood, sweat, and tears to earn her wedding planning badges. So I want to get her take a little bit on it. And then after that interview, I was honored to uh, come up to Statesboro a few weeks ago. Elevated Events hosted me for some education at their Statesboro Wedding Pro meeting. And then Elevated Events host a Wedding Connection wedding show every single year, which is very popular in Statesboro. So they had me stay on as not ambassador, and I spoke to the brides and grooms that attended, as well as the wedding pros. So while I was there, took out my podcast mic and uh, chatted with a couple couples. So I asked them why they were coming to the wedding show, what they wanted to get out of the wedding show, how they thought vendors could better serve them at the wedding show. It's pretty simple, down and dirty. I, again, apologize for the noise that you might hear. It is uh, I did it live while I was there so we could bring it to you for this episode. But again, uh, sit back, you know, this is a little bit lighter topic this week, but it is about wedding shows and, and what we're all thinking about wedding shows and a little bit about a newbie in the industry. And I'm, I'm glad to welcome her into the industry, into our wedding community. So thank you again, everybody, for always joining us. I appreciate all your support throughout this process. Remember, reach out, let us know the topics you want to talk about and who you want me to talk to. I'm thrilled to bring this information to you. Education is very, very important to me and sharing everybody's stories. We're all fabo. And um, I'm very honored to share all these stories and topics with you. So let's get on with the show. Everybody, please welcome Leah from Sweet Peach Weddings. And we're going to talk about wedding shows. Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for coming back again. As we talked about in the intro, I'm so, so excited to have Leah here from Sweet Peach Weddings. Leah is going to chat with us a little bit about how she got into the wedding planning business and event business, as well as talk about something she's very excited about coming up on June 8th. And we'll go into more detail about that. But why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into wedding industry? Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be sharing my story. Um, I actually got into the wedding business or wedding coordinating and planning business through kind of planning my own, which sounds kind of silly, but um, <laughs> I, like I had always kind of been in event planning, if you will, like in college, I was the, um, like the social chair for my sorority. So I planned all of our like formals and socials and things, school and college. I worked at a bridal store. And so through the bridal store, I obviously fell in love with weddings and, you know, everything that went into making that big day so special and so put together. Um, but I also planned all of our fashion shows that we put on there. And so those things kind of like culminated into once I planned my wedding and just loving that full picture. And so, you know, it was one of the things I was always passionate about, but at that point I was like, you know, maybe I can do this. Um, and my best friend and I, we planned our weddings at the same time. Like she got married in July and I got married in September. And so the full, like the full planning process we kind of did together. And I was like, you know what? I think I could do this. And so we had a friend who was looking for a coordinator and we're like, you know, Leah, you're really organized. Don't you want to give it a shot? And I was like, yeah, I mean, can't, can't lose at that point. Right. So exactly. 
I did that wedding and, um, and it went so well that I was like, that's it. I'm going to make this thing happen. And so from there, I just kind of started taking off. I, you know, talked to some professionals. I got, you know, some input and some guidance and coaching from like the person that I use for my, um, coordinating for my wedding. And then from there, you know, it's just, it's just kind of taken off. Like I did like seven or eight weddings last year and are, and I already have about five or six in the books for this year. So I'm super excited. Now, did you have your wedding in Georgia, you and your friend? Are you true Georgia brides? Yes, we are. I am. Um, I'm from Douglasville, but I actually got married in Noonan. And then my, my best friend, she was also, she's from Douglasville as well, but she got married in like the Roswell area. And folks, listeners, her tagline is wedding sweet as a peach. So you heard it from her. She got married here in Georgia. So brides that are getting ready to get married in Georgia, I think you may have found somebody who might know a lot about Georgia weddings right here on the podcast. So a little bit about your business. Um, exactly how, how many, you know, I know you said you have weddings booked, but how long officially have you been doing weddings where you actually IRS knows all about you and Uncle Sam says, hey, you have to pay your bills? <laughs> so this may will be my second year that I've officially got weddings like under my belt. So that's cool. where about two years now, but it feels like I've been doing it for a long time. Cause now it just feels very natural to me. I've all, I'm the, I'm the oldest sibling. I've, I'm a teacher. I've been a cheerleading coach. So I've always just kind of been in a position to take the lead and to be the one to kind of, you know, take control of a situation and wedding coordinating just fits right into that. Well, and I love the fact that you shared that you didn't just do your friend's wedding or do your wedding and then your friend's wedding. It, the lead up to that. I mean, you actually were doing things, like you said, in that role of leader throughout the process to get there. So, I mean, I'm super excited. And I love the fact that, you know, that you're so enthusiastic your second year out. So we always joke around here in the wedding industry that once you get to the three-year mark, that really is 10 years in the wedding, in regular world. Once you make it 10 years, three years in the wedding world equals 10 years in real life. So, you know, you're, you're going to be hitting that stride here coming up pretty soon. So, a little bit more about how couples are finding you. Tell us a little bit about where they, where they can find you at and how they're um, contacting you. And then do you only do Georgia weddings? Um, so I can be found through social media. Like I have an Instagram and a Facebook. Both of those are Sweet Peach Weddings. So we're pretty easy to find that way. And I also have a website, which is sweetpeachweddings.com. And through um, like social media, they, I can receive DMs or my website, I can receive like submission forms. And, um, or I've just even had brides that have emailed me, which is sweetpeachweddings at gmail.com. But I've had a lot of word of mouth from people that have used us in the past that, you know, loved what I did at their wedding. And so they've, you know, referred me. And so that's how I've kind of gotten around is between social media and word of mouth. and. Um, so that has been very helpful. And we actually, like I just created my website, I guess it was probably a couple of months ago now, and that really helped things take off. Right. I see. I love the fact because, you know, this generation is definitely, you know, I'm not afraid to send you a DM on Instagram. So mm -hmm. as I'm out talking and, and, and speaking to other wedding industry professionals, I always remind them that the new industry people that are coming into the market sometimes don't feel that they need a website. And I really remind them that, you know, that's like our brick and mortar. I mean, you may mm -hmm. not want to do a lot of business on it, but it's kind of like, hey, that's the way that people can know that you're open, knock on the door. And I think Instagram, especially for planners, when you guys are sharing it, and she does have a wonderful feed, guys, go over and, and check it out. Like she said, um, find it on Sweet, um, Sweet Peach Weddings. And, and she does have some beautiful you know, images on there and things like that, that I know that she can help you guys design and bring that vision to you. So, you know, the younger generation, the Z generation are definitely finding wedding planners and I think wedding vendors on Instagram. So I think that's cool that you fit right into that mold. The area that you're servicing the most of, where are you finding the people that are calling you in a, in a 50 mile range, a hundred mile range, kind of like the little, what's the little market that you've kind of created for yourself? That's actually a hard question because I've done a lot of weddings in like the Chattanooga area or very, very, very North Georgia. Like I've done a couple of weddings up in Chickamauga, which wow. is practically Tennessee. Right. And so, um, I'm kind of all over the place, you know, and a lot of people that reach out to us are from the like Metro Atlanta area and like the West side of Georgia, like the Douglasville to Carrollton. But like I said, I've, I've gone wherever and I'll go wherever. Like I would love some sort of like a broad wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that would be great. But I think, and I mean, I'm going to commend you because you were very busy for two years out. Most people get so stressed out, 
but it can, I commend you for the fact that it must lead to just how fabulous you are that the word of mouth is working so well for you. And I applaud you again for setting that foundation for, you know, the work that you do speaks for itself and people are going to remember that and they're going to keep referring you. So, I mean, I, I think that's great. Do you have a number of, do you have a team members, a number of people that are working with you? So actually my best friend and I started this out together and she is about to have a baby. Um, in fact, like this month, she's due any day. And wow. so um, earlier or later this summer, she had to step back just to kind of prepare things for, you know, becoming a first time mom. And so I've been doing it on my own now for a couple of months. So it is just me right now. I'm a one woman show, but I like to think that I'm running it just as great as I did with two. Oh, exactly. And I mean, and that's, you know, as you keep growing and you have to add people, can you, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your point of view on a day of wedding coordinating and full wedding planning? Do you have an idea that you like one over the other or what's your definition of one over the other? Well, full wedding planning is where I would kind of help, you know, put together all those little pieces, like all those vendors in which I do love that part because that means I'm working with vendors that I love and I work well with which granted, I really haven't had any issues with running into bad vendors to work with, but it's always nice when you already have that professional relationship. Exactly. You already kind of know how each other works and all that good stuff. And then coordinating. I mean, I could walk in and just, you know, throw it all together, which is never just a walk in and do it. Like I start out with like months of conversation between the couple and I, and I kind of get their expectations for me, what, how I can make their day perfect and as stress-free as possible. And I mean, I go as far as like, I contact the vendors to make sure like when they're showing up, what they're bringing, what they need, what they might've forgotten. That way the bride or groom don't have to do that. Um, because a lot of, even like when I was a bride, like I, I heard like, oh, you need a coordinator and this, that, and the other, but I didn't really know how badly I needed that until I saw her in action. Like <laughs> exactly. the things, the things that I would have had to have done had she not been there blew my mind. And so even still, like some of the brides that I've worked for, like, I don't even necessarily know that they know all that I've had to do because it's so behind the scenes, you know, they're getting their hair and their makeup done. They're taking pictures and they have no idea the fires that I put out or the vendors that I've called because they're an hour and a half late. And so it's one of those things that it's a very much behind the scenes kind of job. So people don't appreciate it sometimes, but it's one that I'm the most proud to do because I get to stand back and be like, all right, it happened. They're married and it was perfect for them. And you nailed it. You, when you said they do not realize that they, that they don't need you. What happens is they know they will need you when something goes wrong. And then they're going to go, man, I should have had somebody. And mm -hmm. I say all the time, you know, wedding planners and coordinators are one of the number one things that you need to get, especially coming to an area that you don't know um, if you're a destination market. But if you, even if you're having your wedding at your church down the street and your reception is a few feet away, if you don't have somebody that is going to be there to do all the things, and I always say it, these wedding planners, you guys show up with mucklucks on and you change clothes three times because you're busting your butts, making mm -hmm. everything look great. And the couple won't realize it until something goes wrong. So, and then you guys are doing all this and then you have this wonderful reveal. And I, and I love when I get to take the photos of the reveal, but I, mm -hmm. I hear it said all the time. Oh my gosh, look how beautiful the flowers are. Or I love the uplighting. And I think to myself, the wedding planner is standing right next to you. Who do you think put all this together? You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but exactly. I think it's true because it's, 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 and I think as day of planners, you guys are the most, I mean, you guys work your, I think you work your butt off as a day of coordinator or planner more than you did if you were full service. Yeah, that, that is definitely the truth for sure. Like I go home so exhausted because I get there before anybody else and I leave after everybody else. And it's one of those things that like, I literally run around like crazy, but it is the most rewarding thing. Like it's, it's just the best. Well, and I always think too, I remind everybody that the privilege that we have in the wedding industry is that we are privileged to witness these amazing days and all the people that are there to celebrate. I mean, the wedding story is the couple saying I do, but there's so many small stories that are happening with grandparents or the not grandparents that are there and the emotions. And it is such a privilege for us to witness that and do all those things. Now you're fairly new to the industry. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, as you've started your business, now you're almost two years into it. What did you wish you would have known two years ago that would help you now a little bit a piece of advice or something that somebody gave you so 
there are a couple things that come to mind. And, you know, in one hand, like when I got married, the one piece of advice that I like was most thankful to have was don't sweat the small stuff. At the end of the day, you're going to be married, which is really easy for me to internalize. But as a coordinator and a planner, I know those brides and they care about the small stuff. And so just knowing that information as for myself as a bride where, where I was pretty laid back I, all I cared about was getting married at the end of the day. And I really, truly did have the most perfect day. Um, I like to think about how badly those brides want that small stuff. And so I just, I make that my goal, but then at the same time, you know, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things that like knowing how important those big days are and just, you know, at whatever it takes. That's really what it comes down to. Just whatever it takes, make it happen. And that's where I've always heard those words in my head. Like when, a, when something comes up, I'm like, all right, know it, fine, whatever it takes, I'll, I'll make it happen. And so that's just kind of what's my driving force. And somebody said that to me um, at one of my, my first coordinating events. And I was like, all right, well, that's it. That's what we're going to do here. <laughs> just make it happen. So on the flip side of that, what are some of the things that drive you crazy about being a wedding planner? <laughs> so at every wedding, there's always one person. Maybe yeah. it's a parent, maybe it's a bridesmaid, but there's a skeptic where they don't fully trust me, like the bride or the groom or whoever it was that hired me. And so they're either checking up on me or, I mean, I've encountered some really rude situations. Right. And um, thankfully with everything that I've done in my life between being in a sorority or being a coach or being a teacher, like I've had to deal with people. And so I'm very thankful that I have been well-versed in how to kind of, you know, de-escalate certain situations, if you will. And I really, really, really love that. Like, yes, moment at the end of the night when that person is like, all right, I appreciate what you did. I'm like, I proved it. I showed them that I was worthy of being here. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I think that's, I think that's great. And, and I, you know, whether you're one year in or 10 years in, or like me, 37, we're always learning something new. And there will always be that one person that makes you think, wow, I never thought that could happen at a wedding. And boom, right. it happens at a wedding. So let's shift gears a little bit. Um, let's talk about wedding trends. Give our yes. listeners some of the things that, you know, and, and we do get listeners from all over and we do have people that are coming to Georgia, coastal Georgia, Charleston, all around the area to get married. What are some of the trends that you're seeing in your market that A, that you are thrilled they're here and then B, that you wish you would never see again? Well, I love the whole warehouse wedding trend. Like it's either like everyone wants that whole industrial look, especially yep. with a lot of the brides that I'm working with right now. Um, like I have one bride that I've booked recently. She's getting married at the engine room and like, it's a very industrial look. And I love that. I, I just think it's so cool. Um, I haven't really encountered anything that I totally hate yet, which I'm thankful for. And I know it's coming. I know it's coming to me, but right now, I mean, everything that I've pretty encountered, I, maybe it's just because I roll with the punches so much, right. but, um, and every wedding is so unique and so very different, but it's just been one of those things that like, I like, I like the trend right now of the warehouse wedding. Yep. I, I, how about, how about, um, I know we have not seen it here for a man, a year and a half, hardly any bouquet tossed, hardly any garter tossed. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not seeing, and I mean, uh, I know my next two weddings coming up, we're not even cutting the cake. Are you guys finding that there in your market as well? Yes, absolutely. So I have a lot of brides who are not wanting to do those typical traditional things. Um, and some of it, like one bride I had, it was because she was like the last of the friend group to be getting married. And so therefore she was like, all my friends here are married. Why exactly. am I going to do that? Nobody's exactly. going to come out and do it. Um, and so I, I'm not seeing a whole lot of it because especially too, a lot of guests are sometimes kind of um, like timid about it. They don't necessarily want to go out there. Right. But um yeah, like I'm not seeing as much of it as I thought I would. A lot of brides are like, well, I don't know, I'll skip that. And a lot of brides are also skipping like candle ceremonies in the middle of their, you know, ceremony, which like I was one of the brides that did that because I was like, it's awkward when it gets really quiet and everybody's just watching me. So that's why I elected not to do that. But okay. I'm seeing a lot of brides that are following in that same, that same process. Are you seeing couples that are having long engagements uh, or shorter engagements before they're getting married? Um, the average engagement that I'm finding are between like nine months to like a year and a half. Yep. So it's not like a huge, a huge window. Um, anything over a year to me seems like a long time, but that's pretty much what I'm seeing. But people, or don't you find that your couples need to book you out about that far? Cause if you're booking out yes. nine months to a year, couples yes. need to be re reaching out to you so they can start the process 
So, you know, and I think the national trend is, I was just out speaking at the Knot uh, down at Palm Beach, and the national trend down that way a little bit is they're seeing destination wedding people, instead of it being, you know, 18 months to 24 months, they're seeing people now coming in that are around that nine-month planning to maybe 18 months. So I think as we get more middle um, away from the coast, we're still going to be seeing it in that year to year and a half mark. So I, I was just curious if that's what you were, you were seeing up there in that area. So now yeah, absolutely. we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about wedding shows. And mm-hmm. the reason we're going to talk about wedding shows is they are becoming a, one of those words in the wedding industry that wedding vendors don't like to talk about, but couples still seem to love. So um, I know you're having an event coming up on June 8th, the uh, Bridal Expo. So obviously you enjoy wedding shows, but can you share with our listeners a little bit about, about that? Why you like wedding shows, how you think they benefit, and then a little bit about your event. Yes. So I think that a wedding show is a great place for couples to come and get some of those finishing touches or just inspiration for decor or um, obviously for finding vendors, because a lot of people, when they get engaged, the first thing they do is they go to social media to start finding vendors or it's word of mouth or, you know, it's the not.com, you know, different wedding websites like that. And I think that this is a great place to have everybody that you know, you need all in one place. So for that bride that doesn't really have any like experience or hasn't, you know, haven't had a lot of friends getting married, they don't know all the different vendors they might need. But when you come to like a bridal show, you're going to see everything that you're absolutely going to have to have. So even if they don't necessarily find um, like their perfect fit for a vendor, they're like, okay, well, I know I need to find a florist or I know I need to find a DJ or, you know, whatever. And so that's kind of one of those things where I think that it's really important and not to mention, it's just a lot of fun to get your girls together or your parents together, or even just you and your fiance just to go. It's, it's just another part of like the rite of passage. Exactly. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, it's almost kind of like you're, it's part of the, it's one of those little pages in the wedding chapter, you know, mm-hmm. planning stage that you just do it. It's kind of like the dress shopping. You may find your dress in the first store, but you still want to go out second day or the third time to go out just because it's all part of the plan. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I mean, so many people don't think that. And I think that's what a lot, of, and I especially, I think a lot of Southern brides, this is just what they do. They get engaged and they go and they go to a wedding show. So I'm glad you said that. So tell us a little bit about your expo. And then I want you to elaborate on that is I hear a lot of planners don't like to do wedding shows because they don't feel that it's easy to talk to couples with what they have to present like a DJ or photographer. So as a wedding planner yourself, are you producing the show and actually being a part of it? Is this your idea? Tell us how this uh, bridal expo came about. So I was actually speaking with the, um, the woman that coordinated my wedding because she's kind of been my coach through beginning this process for me. And she was like, I think you can do it. That's the best way to get your name out there. And I was like, all right, that's it. We're going to do it. So I am hosting it. I'm planning it. I'm working with um, a venue that's here local in Powder Springs and it's called McBrayer Ranch. And so I am you know, reaching out all over the place, trying to find vendors, which I've had so many vendors pour into my inbox wanting to participate, which makes me so excited. Exactly. Um, and, but that is the, also the exact reason, like you mentioned earlier, why I wanted to host a show and not just be a part of one. Um, because I don't, while I have a portfolio of glowing reviews and brides and grooms that love me and that are so appreciative of all that I've done, I can give you a list of what I've done, but you can't really see that. So I thought, well, the best portfolio I can put together is a working one. So come and view what it is I have put together, what I have um, orchestrated so that you can see that all these people are here because I've coordinated that. Um, The flow of the day, I've coordinated that. How everything is laid out, I've coordinated that. Like I've made sure all the finishing touches are in place. So it's kind of like a working portfolio for me in a way as well. And it's going to be from like 12 to three about how many, uh, wedding pros are you anticipating going to be there with some boost? Oh my goodness. Um, so right now I already have like, mm, I'll say when I looked earlier, I was up to like 15, wow. 17. Yeah. And that's where like, I still, I'm still searching for a couple of different types of vendors. Like I still need a couple florists. Um, but I already have a couple of caterers. I have some photo booths, some photographers. I have some people that do like Mary Kay or pampered chef or CBD you know, like that type of thing, Mary Kay, um, any, you know, hairdressers, like I have all sorts of professionals and I wanted to make it to where it's not just 
one of each, but I wanted brides to kind of get a feel for some different styles. So when I had photographers reach out to me or when I reached out to photographers, I wanted to make sure that I kind of had a different style um, in each of them. That way they don't overlap, but they still stand out on their own and hopefully can cater to one of the brides that I have showing up. Are we going, are you having a fashion show? I'm not having a fashion show. Um, the venue that we're having it at is at like an outdoor barn. And so I can only imagine that a bridal store would not want their, their dresses getting, you know, dirty. And so that was not on my radar for this one, but that is definitely a good idea for my next one that I'll host. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's hit or miss with those. I mean, I, I've, a, you know, I knew that I have spoken at, I was just recently up at the, uh, in Statesboro at the elevated events. Uh, they had their uh, wedding connection there and I spoke to the brides and grooms beforehand as a non-ambassador and I, and I spoke to the, um, you know, vendors that were getting along to go. And it's one of those things that some of the brides were interested in the fashion show. Uh, mm -hmm. Some didn't care. It's kind of like you said, I think they come in and they know what they're looking for and they go right to the DJs or they go to the photographers and then they go off and do something else. And then there are still people that have nowhere to start. And so you're offering them with, with 15 to 17 people, you're going to be able to offer them. They could come in there, honest to God, build their wedding day team. So I yes. think that, that is pretty cool. So um, is it free? Is there a charge? How can people, how can couples uh, come and attend? Yeah. So couples are free. Come on with it. Join us. Um, I, I would love it if anybody that's interested in coming would pre-register on my website, sweetpeachweddings.com. There's a tab that says upcoming events, and then you can um, pre-register there. And any bride that registers early will get, or bride, groom, couple, whoever, they will get an extra raffle ticket. And I'm giving away some amazing raffles. Like I have a photographer that's giving away a free engagement session. I have people that are giving off huge discounts off of their packages. I mean, it'll be amazing. Well, that is great. And don't, uh, listeners, don't worry. Tina will have um, the link going back to here in the show notes. Uh, anything that uh, Lee is speaking about today, as always, listeners, Tina will have links to those going back in the show notes. So you don't, if you don't catch it right now, just make sure you go on beefevelpodcast.com. And then that way you can link back and make sure that you sign up and do that. So I think that that is a, that is a very good spot for you guys to go if you're wedding planning in the Powder Springs area uh, and you want to plan your wedding and, and get a hold of Leah. I'm sure she's more than happy to talk to you as well. So any takeaways, how should couples do a wedding show? Um, any advice you can give the couples, like what would make it easy to come in and talk to vendors? You know, I, I can tell you all the things that I think you should do, but let's hear it from Leah, the producer of the wedding expo and tell us what you think. Um, I think that coming in with like an open mind is probably the best way to walk into a bridal show because you never know what you're going to find. And you might find that something that you had in your mindset, you find something that you love even more. I also think that you should come in just like ready to chat with anybody. If you haven't booked a photographer, it would be so beneficial to talk to all of them that are there. Um, I definitely think it, you should make it a fun thing. Like don't look at it as, Oh, I need to go find such and such, you know, a DJ or a photographer or coordinator, whatever you, you want to come in and be like, all right, let's have a blast. Let's see who I connect with the most because these are the professionals that are going to be making your day come to life. So you want to find vendors that will um, connect with you in a way that you feel like they have a, a similar vision for your day and just be ready to have a really good time. And I think too, I will, I will jump in there. I'm going to tell couples that come save yourself a lot of pencil work and iPad work get the stickers with yes. your name and your wedding date and your email and yes. just hand every booth one of those things. And I always try to tell people too, you know, Leah gave some great advice there, but couples, when you come into these expos, you know, don't be afraid to chat with these people and ask a few questions, but I'm going to say from a vendor side where Leah can't maybe say that is if you really don't need our services, do us all a courtesy and, and, say hi to us, be friendly to us. We want to be cordial, but if you don't need our services, kind of don't block our booth, um, kind of go on and talk to somebody else that can help you. And if we aren't available for your date, you know why we'd love to be able to help you at that moment, find somebody else. We're, we also were there to uh, connect with brides and grooms that need us. So I know back in the days when I did wedding shows, those are tips that I wanted people to come in and talk to me, be open, and maybe not set up an appointment right there with me, but come and see me later. Let's talk later because you want to enjoy the show. It sounds like Leah has put a wonderful show together for you guys to come on and take a look at. So don't spend 35 minutes in one booth. Bounce around and talk to people. And she mentioned this, and I can't agree more. Find somebody that you connect with. 
You know, if somebody's got a bubbling personality and you're a bubbling personality, you're going to be attracted to that person. If you're kind of shy and timid, don't go for the guy, the DJ that's going to be dancing on the floor with the microphone if you're not a dancing type person. So, and I think, you know, if you're, if you're listening to the show and you guys attend, do go up to Leah and tell her you talked to us on the podcast and you heard her. And, uh, and, you know, I'm sure she would love to know that what she shared here is went to some good ears. So I love the fact that you've done that. And hopefully we can get some listeners um, heading out your way. And once again, guys, that is on June 8th. So we'll be talking about that on social media, on the podcast to remind everybody that they go. I want to talk to you now a little bit about Leah. Before we went to air, you mentioned you're a new mama. So yes. how, how are you doing the life-work balance? What is it? I always talk to young entrepreneurs, and that's one of the things that's hard to juggle. So as a new mama and also an educator, and thank you for servicing our children in America here with your grace and dignity, how do you do a life and work balance? What's working for you? Um, so it's a lot of trial and error. Um, I finally feel like I've got like my ground and my feet on the ground with the parenting thing. Like we're rocking and rolling. We have our routine routine is the biggest thing. Um, I'm a very structured person. And so being organized and structured and having my routine allows everything to kind of take its place. And so I am able to juggle so many things and wear so many hats because of that. And so that has really kind of allowed me to be like a successful working mom with more than one, you know, job title. I was going to say you have way more side hustles than than most wedding planners do. So, so kudos yeah. to that. So are there apps that make your wedding planning business easier to do? Like what's an app that you could not live without in your wedding planning? Um, so I use the Google drive app a lot because everything that I do for a bride, I have like each, each couple will have their own, um, their own folder in my drive. And so all of their information goes there. Cause once I book a, a couple, I will have like a very in-depth conversation, getting all the nitty gritty details and kind of giving them like homework assignments of, okay, like you didn't have this information. So the next time we chat, let's try to get this done. And so I use that at weddings all the time. Like while I do bring my printouts with me in a cute little folder, I also, I refer to that often. Um, I also, my best friend just told me about the, the car. I can't remember what it's called. Carvana, something like that, but some sort of app that allows me to do a lot of my like social media posts and whatnot that allows me to put words on stuff. And I never even heard of it, but it's the best thing. And so just through like for marketing purposes at that point, I love that. But my, my go-to is definitely Google drive. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we need you guys to be organized and you need to be organized. So I think that is totally, you know, one of those apps that I hear wedding planners when I interview them talk about so I want to talk a little bit about sometimes pricing is a hard subject to talk about, but we mentioned earlier that couples do not think they can afford wedding planners. I personally think that you cannot afford not to have a wedding planner because as the saying goes, if you think something's expensive now, wait till something goes wrong and then you realize how expensive that's going to be. Right. So do you get kicked back on that? I mean, Leah, are you really finding that somebody, they come and talk to you and say, oh my gosh, I just, I can't do it. Your pricing's out of my range. Are there ways that you can explain to our listeners that when you start with the planner at the beginning, while I always hate to say you guys save people money, but I really do think you guys can structure budgets better than somebody that's in it. They see it where you're on the outside trying to create a budget and you can show them what can be done. So is the pricing thing an issue for you in the market that you're in? Um, I haven't found that pricing is an issue, but I've had very open couples working with me and they'll say, well, I was hoping to spend a little closer to such and such. And so I'm able to create a custom budget or a custom package based around a couple's budget, which is a blessing, if you will, because it allows that couple to get the services they need from me. Obviously, I'm a firm believer in you get what you pay for. So and I'm very much an open book. Like these are my, this is my outlined um, list of things that I'm definitely going to do for you no matter what, but I'm never going to leave a couple high and dry. So like if I'm at a wedding and I might've done a custom budget for a, a cheaper, or excuse me, a custom package for a cheaper budget, I'm never going to watch something go wrong at their wedding. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Um, but so thankfully a lot of my, I feel like my pricing is very comparable to what my competitors would be. And so in fact, I've, I've recently booked a bride that said like, oh yeah, your pricing is very similar to everybody else that I've reached out to. But I think maybe she liked what I, like the conversation we had. I think we clicked well. And I also think that she liked how open I was with the things that I was going to be willing to do for her big day. Right. I mean, I, and I think that's with any of us in the wedding industry. Why we all want, everybody wants to blame pricing when you don't get a job. 
you also have to be grateful that you have that pricing when you get clients that say, hey, I'm not worried about the pricing. I just like what you can do for me. So that is always a double-edged sword. But then I know it's always hard to talk about, but that's the one reason with our couples when I say, hey, you know, here's planners we suggest, whatever. The first thing they say is we can't afford that. And I'm like, you don't even have any idea. You haven't even talked to anybody yet. And, you know, nobody knows. We do this every weekend and you hear the same thing I do. They think that we know how to do everything, but we also can't read their minds. We don't know. We have to ask the hard questions to get to what budget are you trying to work with and what you're trying to do. So, you know, in your market, is is it one of those things where you seem that, you know, they come in and they're doing six-hour days, 12-hour days? Are you having longer weddings or shorter weddings? Um, I would say that I'm having longer weddings. I have, I've had a lot of really amazing couples that want to have a very quick ceremony and then celebrate with their friends and friends and family. Like they want to throw down at their reception and they want to stay as late as possible. So with that being said, it's a blast. It makes for a very long day, but I don't base any of my pricing off of hours. It's just more so what, what I'm expected to do for those couples. And are you finding that you're getting, are you starting to see the, Hey, we want to have an experience. We want to do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event and really make it a weekend. I actually have not seen that yet. Everything that I've come across so far has been obviously like a full wedding day and then a rehearsal the day before. Gotcha. That is curious because, I mean, we are seeing that on the coast here. Again, destination wedding versus, you know, I know you get some destination people, but I think that you get more people that are known that area that you're in and, and that, that beautiful area that you're in. And, I mean, that, again, that's a, that's a beautiful area to have a wedding. You have so many wonderful choices in that area and things. Let's wrap it up a little bit. We talked a little bit about the wedding shows and how important, you know, you think those are and that she's having this wonderful wedding expo. So new in the business, new in the industry, what are your plans for the next three years or where do you see yourself going? So in the next three years, I want this to be my full-time gig. While I love juggling all these hats, I'm so passionate about what I do in the wedding world that that's what I want to be doing solely. Um, so that's like my long-term goal, or I should call it more of a short-term goal because I'm determined to make it happen much sooner than it probably would if I just let things go on their own. And so I just want to keep doing what I'm doing, keep making couples super happy and super thankful that I was there to save the day when they needed me and just to continue exactly what I'm doing. I feel really good about where I'm at right now. No, and I, I think just in the conversation we've had and, and everything that I researched about you and, and everything I read about you, uh, I think, Leah, that it's going to be no problem that you're going to make that goal uh, shortly within the three years, if not before that. So you're well on your way. I want to thank you, new mama, an educator and full-time wedding planner hustler on the side for joining us today, chatting about the wedding shows, chatting about a little bit about what it's like to be a wedding planning in this wonderful industry that we're in. Uh, and once again, everybody, Tina's going to have the links in the show notes. So thanks, Leah. Remind everybody one more time where they can find you. Yes. Thank you so much. So you can find me on Facebook at Sweet Peach Weddings. You can find me on Instagram at Sweet Peach Weddings. And then we obviously have our website of sweetpeachweddings.com. All right, everybody, make sure you go see her on June 8th up there in Powder Springs. And again, the link will be in the show notes. Thanks, Leah. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to everybody soon. Everybody have great weddings this weekend. Thanks, everybody, for being fabo. So, hey, everybody, we're here at the uh, Bridal Expo in Statesboro. We're talking to couples that are recently engaged attending the show. And we're for this moment right now, we're going to speak to... Anna, Hannah, Anna, Anna, and she's going to tell us a little bit about what she was looking for when she's hiring wedding pros for her wedding. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Uh, I would say the most important thing to me would be someone that shares the same enthusiasm. I think that uh, brides, is, it's a nerve-wracking thing to go and try to find all of this stuff and someone that can help point you in the right direction and is truly gen and genuinely excited about the day as well for you. So I think that makes all the difference in the world. And so when you were looking, were you looking at different places? Did you find them online? Are you trying to stay local? Are you looking for vendors today? Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of my vendor help was from the Knot. And the Knot Shameless app. plug for Bobby, the Knot ambassador. <laughs> yes. But um, uh, locally, um, I've, I've known a few people that have, that's helped me along the way. Um, but really just people, you know, reaching out, people that really want to help and get your business and that sort of thing. So, you know, obviously if, if they want to come and, and do hard work and they're going to reach out to you and show you what they have to offer. And that's what we have going on here tonight. And I appreciate that. Well, and that's one of the things I always talk listeners to when we talk to our vendors. I always try to tell them to be authentic and be themselves so that couples can really know that you're invested back into the day as much as they do. 
Are you getting married this year or 2020? I am, April 6, 19. And where are you getting married at? Right here at the Bell House. Thank you very much. All right, everybody, we'll be back in a little bit with another couple. All right, listeners, we're back here at the wedding show, and we got another bride and her posse. She's going to give us a little more information about what she finds in the wedding planning process and how vendors can help her plan better. Oh, Lord. Um, hello, my name is Victoria Michael, and I'm here with three of my bridesmaids. Um, repeat that question for me because you were talking a little quick. No problem. And she's drinking just a few glasses of wine, folks. And her posse's are having, yeah, we're having a wonderful, wonderful day. All right. No, we would like to know, how are you finding your wedding vendors, and how could they better serve you when you're doing the planning process? Okay, well, I'm actually a wedding planner myself, which makes it a lot easier. Um, so I'm familiar with a lot of vendors already, so that helps out a lot. Um, I am short of venue right now. Um, but as far as my vendors, everyone's been, they've been great. They've been helpful. They've been great. I don't really see anything else better that they can do for me. So as a wedding planner, are you a wedding planner here in Statesboro? Yes. And the name of your business is? K-Creations. There you go. And so as a wedding planner, how do you help your clients find their wedding pros? Um, I'm just available to them. Whatever they need, whenever they need it, I make myself available. So that usually works. So have you, have you had a more fun planning your own wedding or planning other people's weddings? Well, it's early on in the process right now, um, but I enjoy helping others plan their weddings. Um, I'm a little nervous about it now because it's my turn, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So girls, are you going to step up and be the bridezillas or step up and be bride helpers? Or make me a bridezilla. Make her a bridezilla. <laughs> oh, no. That's easy. Listen, <laughs> Dallas. Uh, uh, so are you going to be getting married here in Statesboro, you think? Or yes, what I'm kind of venue Statesboro. are you looking for? I'm actually looking at the Bell House. Yep. Um, I just want to find out exactly how many people they hold because I feel like I'm going to have a pretty large wedding. Right. Um, but I think I'm pretty much sold on the Bell House. There you go. Well, thank you, guys. And we're going to go back and come back a little bit later. But thanks for chatting with us, ladies. No and congratulations. Hey guys, we're back here at the wedding show. We have another wonderful bride-to-be. It looks like she's the future Mrs. Cook, and she's here with her lovely bridesmaid. She's going to tell us a little bit about the, what she's looking for in wedding pros, where she's finding the wedding pros, and why she came to the wedding show today. Welcome. Hey, um, I'm Shelby Simonin, and this is my bridesmaid, Sam Howard. Um, you came today to look for what vendors? Um, invitations, um, cakes, still interested in photo booth, and... Um, that's really it right now, what I'm looking for. And are you getting married here locally in Statesboro or where else? Yes, I am. Um, I'm getting married at Pittman Park, and then our reception's at the Hall on Vine, so we are local. That's very good. So, so when you were looking for wedding vendors, where were you finding them at? Um, I am currently registered on Wedding Wire and The Knot. It's a shameless plug for Bobby, The Knot Ambassador. <laughs> yes, so um, it's been really resourceful. It's been giving me several things with anything I'm looking for because it breaks it down in groups of what I'm looking for, so it's been really good. Have you went to any other wedding shows? I have. I went to one at the Hyatt two weeks ago in Savannah, so I've been to that bridal expo, but I, that's all I've been to. So. so is there anything in your planning process that you would like to let future brides know, future grooms know, or anything that vendors could do to make the wedding planning process easier? You know, as of right now, I don't have anything because I feel like every person that I've contacted, it's been fantastic, and I don't have really any complaints right now. So, Well, thanks for spending time with us today. Congratulations on your wedding. Thanks for being a wonderful bridesmaid. Well wishes to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, guys, we're back with another bride-to-be, and she's here at the wedding show with us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to the wedding show today. Um, my name is Katie Mock. Um, I came to the show today to find some vendors. I have a lot of my stuff already booked, but I still need florists, um, dresses, um, entertainment, things like that. Um, I'm getting married here at the Bell House, um, October 26, 2019. So, in your wedding planning process, where are you helping? Where, what's, what are you looking at to find your uh, wedding pros? Like, is there any places you're looking in particular? Did you only know you wanted to go local? What's helped you in the planning process? Um, well, definitely the knot. I've already signed up and made a, a wedding website on the knot. Shameless plug for Bobby, the knot ambassador. <laughs> um, so, and then I also ordered a book um, on Etsy, a wedding planning book to help me. That has a timeline to tell me cool. how long I need 
before I need to book this and that. So. And is there anything that wedding vendors could do that would help make your wedding plan process easier? Like, are you finding that they're harder to get a hold of? They take a long time to get back? Or has everybody just been fabo? <laughs> Well, I haven't gotten into contact with a lot of people just yet. Um, my venue, um, obviously here at the Bell House, she got back with me pretty, pretty, pretty quick. Um, so I haven't ran into that situation yet. So hopefully they answer the phone when I call. There you go. <laughs> All right, vendors and people tuning in to listen. Thanks so much. Congratulations, your wedding. Have a wonderful day. So that's a couple of questions that we got while we were live here at the wedding show in Statesboro, put on by Elevated Events. So there's a few more questions that we got, and we got a couple more texts. But here's a question that came in that I do want to touch on before we wrap up. It's from a bride who is planning a destination wedding in coastal Georgia, actually. Her question was, do you think it is smart for me to attend a wedding show in the market that I'm getting married at? My answer is yes. If you have the availability and you can go attend a wedding show in the destination city that you're saying I do in, I'm going to tell you to put that on your list of things to do and make it a wonderful weekend experience with your girlfriends or your friends or your family. If you're just starting out planning a wedding, this is a really quick way to meet some vendors up close and personal and mesh with them and see what they have to offer. And without having to just go on the internet and rely on people, you can meet people face to face. So I think if you're planning a destination wedding, you should definitely search and research Google, find out from local areas. If you have a local wedding planner that you're working with, she can also link you up with some of these shows in the market. Here in coastal Georgia, we have plenty of wonderful wedding shows that are great for our local brides and grooms as well as our destination wedding. Let's flip the switch a little bit because wedding shows on the side of wedding pros. Is it affordable? Are they doable? Are they still relevant? Each of us run our business in a different way and we all know our budget. So getting the you know return of investment on a wedding show that sometimes these booths can cost from $300 all the way up to $1,000. You have to determine if it's worth it to you money-wise to attend. And is it worth it to you to see if you're going to find the client that you're looking for at these wedding shows? Personally, I don't think officiants do well at wedding shows. I think it's hard for them to sell their product and their services, why they're really, really valuable and we can't do the day without them. It's hard to set up a booth and I think it's hard to justify that expense when it's hard for me to say, here's the vows that I say or what I do. Unlike a florist who has a wonderful opportunity to display their works because they offer a service that is definitely a product and something that they do. So they're able to showcase different arrangements. You can smell it. You can feel it. You can touch it. You can have a wonderful collaboration with a florist who is set up at a wedding show. Same goes with DJs. I think you're finally able to say, hey, I can hear what that music sounds like. I can look at the equipment that you're using. And again, I can meet the DJ and make sure that their personality is going to mesh with mine. And then of course, photographers, you know, display our prints and on our work. But it takes a lot to do that. Shows these days are over the top booths, I've seen furniture. I've seen, you know, three or four massive TVs. Um, some vendors are now getting double and triple boost. They're really making an impact. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this with you that if you are a vendor and you're doing a show, the biggest piece of advice I can get you after being in this industry for a long time uh, and doing my share of shows early on in my career is to be your best authentic self. Step out from that massive display, that massive booth, and greet these couples when they come to you with a hello, I'm glad you're here, congratulations. Then spend the next couple minutes talking about them and how excited they are. You know, this is their rite of passage. You know, this is their opportunity to come to a wedding show. And it's one more thing that in the wedding planning chapter that they get to do. So talk a little bit about them. Then immediately find out if you're available for the date. And then don't take their time and they need to respect your time and move on. But take a few minutes to get to know the people and find out if they are a right mix for you. And I, I know we say that a lot in this industry, looking for our, our ideal client. But I think if they can meet with you and they can see your personality and you see their personality, you're so much further along in getting that booking um, because you're being yourself and be authentic. It's a very hectic day. It's very busy. It's very overwhelming for brides and grooms as well as vendors. A lot of people are going to pass through. So go ahead and, you know, get your pamphlet that you printed or whatever pass that you're going to do. Take a few moments with this couple. Drop the information in the bag. 
make a note about something. Hey, I really enjoyed meeting that person or they were wearing a red shirt or just they're hilarious or something that's going to remind you about them. And then if I was you, I would immediately don't wait for that wedding show email list. I would get their information. You're going to get it off the ticket that they give you. I would email them right away or text them whatever form of communication that they gave you and say, hey, man, it was great meeting you today. Get on top of the list that's going to be sent out from the wedding show. Get on this couple's list as somebody, hey, I remember seeing you. It was great meeting you. I love to talk more. And then go ahead and get that appointment set up. That's going to lead to that booking. So I do think that wedding shows are still relevant today. I think it's just how you go about approaching it. And as always, when you're your best authentic self and you allow people the opportunity to get to know you, then you're going to be able to better serve them because they break down some of their walls and you break down some of your walls. And now it's a relationship of two people who are all striving to have a great day. So go out to your wedding show, do it as big and bold as you want to, or make it as simple as stated as you are. Stand in front of that booth, welcome everybody, congratulate them, be yourself. Make it fun to be there. Don't make it look like a job. So many times these shows are on Sundays and as wedding pros, we're exhausted from Saturday night. We have to show these people that, hey, we're excited for your wedding too. We had a great wedding last night, but let's talk about yours. And just be yourself. Let them get to know you. Let them get to see you. And I do think that you can turn bookings. You can get a booking from a wedding show. And I think you can turn visitors into bookings. You just have to be a little proactive. Gather the information you can and then immediately reach out to these people and remind them that you're excited and that you're wanting to be part of their day. That's our take on wedding shows. I know it was a little bit long and a little bit loud in some places, but you know we're all about being candid and authentic here, so we're not going to do a lot of heavy editing, so I thank you for hanging out with us. Um, it might be information that you found useful. It might be information that you're like, hey, Bobby, get back to talk about guests, and we're going to bring guests back too, but throughout the process, we want to bring some tips, and if you guys are courteous enough to email me and let me know your topics I want to try do everything I can to bring those topics to you. And wedding shows was a couple topics that people wanted to hear about. So hopefully you've hung with us today. I thank you for hanging with us. As always, go out, have a wonderful weekend, wedding weekend coming up, and have a fabulous wedding Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. Till next time. For more information about today's episode, check the show notes at befabopodcast.com. Hey, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and sign up for Monday Motivations, delivered hot to your inbox. And there'll be more. Can we say more? Till next time, be fabulous.